You're listening to CX Passport, the show about creating great customer experiences with a dash of travel talk. Each episode, we'll talk with our guest about great CX, travel, and just like the best journeys, explore new directions we never anticipated. I'm your host, Rick Denton. I believe the best meals are served outside and require a passport. Let's get going. This week will be a little bit different. Because of the holiday period, I'm taking a couple of weeks off as are the guests of CX Passport and won't have a new recording this week. But I've collected a few of the First Class Lounge episodes together, and I think you'll have an enjoyable experience with them. So, join me in the First Class Lounge. This time, we're going to spend a little bit of time here, but we'll certainly will continue to have some fun. Let's start by heading to the UK and talking with Sharon Boyd. Little change of pace here, though. Join me here in the First Class Lounge. We'll move quickly here and hopefully have some fun. Okay. Dream travel location from your past. Um, I went to the Maldives for my honeymoon. Absolutely beautiful. Was very aware that probably when we got to our 50th anniversary, if we ever made it there, it would probably be underwater at that point. So I was very much going, okay, let's uh, one time any chance potentially, let's live it. It is. It's a. It's definitely on my bucket list for sure. So speaking of that, a dream travel location you've not been to yet. Goodness, I do you know. I'd lo- I'd love to go to the Middle East and just explore. Mm. Yeah, I'm not really sure what that looks like, but yeah, just um, all you hear about the amazing customer experiences that there are over there in certain areas. Yeah, I'd love to experience some of that, watch some of that, and learn from it. Yeah, absolutely for sure. Favorite thing to eat. maybe just one hair louder favorite thing to eat cream eggs (laughs) ah very good there it is (laughs) that almost sounded like a guilty pleasure but no there are no there's no such thing as a guilty pleasure they are all just pleasures but on the flip side of that what is a thing your parents forced you to eat but you hated as a kid carrots ah okay i'm getting a lot of vegetable theme in that question by the way Yeah, my um, my dad used to buy massive bags of carrots, um, and there, I mean, there were six children, so you know, you needed to buy in bulk. Sure. But it was all the stories of you know, you'll be able to uh, you'll be able to see in the dark and all the rest of it. None of <laughs> our six children, obviously all adults now, or our own children eat carrots. So you can see the knock-on effect over the generations. Oh, uh, that's fantastic! All right, one travel item you will not leave home without. Well, normally one of my children gives me a little animal of some kind um, to take with me. I'm not sure I have a choice, so I just always say, oh, thank you. That's lovely. But yes, there's (laughs) always an item that goes in my bag from one of my children. Oh, I love that heart connection to the home. That's fantastic. Time to head back to the United States and talk with Todd Sears. With those kind of travels, Todd, you clearly need the first class lounge. So why don't you join me here in that first class lounge? We'll move quickly and hopefully have a little bit of fun. And in your case, let's get you a little bit of rest. But what is a dream travel location from your past? Uh, you know, one of my favorite places is St. Bart's, believe it or not. Um, I, I love all the cities we get to go to all over the world. But St. Bart's is probably my favorite 
dream location. I go every year. I spend two weeks at least. Mm -hmm. I got the advice my first year that you can add one day every year you go. So oh. I hope to be, you know, 60 days at some point. Um, but it's a wonderful place. It feels like home, even though it's a vacation destination. Yeah. Everyone there is just there to have fun, enjoy themselves. And it feels like it's a family. I know all of, you know, I have a lot of friends there. And it's not just a vacation. It really is an escape. I like that idea of adding one day uh, every every repeat trip. I am absolutely going to start using that for sure. Well, thinking about, uh, so you're going to go back to St. Bart, but what is a dream travel location you've not been to yet? You know, I would really love to go to Eastern Europe, the Balkans. I'd love to go to Croatia. Mm -hmm. uh, we actually had uh, the opportunity to, at our Europe summit seven years ago, the, prime, the deputy prime minister then of Montenegro came to my summit and spoke. And he announced at our summit that Montenegro would support marriage equality as part of their bid to become part of the European Union, which they ultimately did. And he's actually, just as a sidebar, he's the guy that Donald Trump pushed out of the big EU photo. If you oh, I remember that. Years ago. I do yeah. remember that. Yeah. Yes. So that was him. <laughs> um, and so we have a very open VIP, if you will, invitation to go to Montenegro uh, that, that I really hope to do once things are open. So Montenegro, Croatia, that whole world is is beautiful, exciting, a huge opportunity for progress, too, by the way. Yeah, um, I don't think there'll be a vacation I'll ever take where there won't be some sort of equality component to it. But that's where I'd love to go. Nice to have the open-ended uh, VIP invitation there. But I do want to get to East Europe. What is a favorite thing to eat? Gummy bears. Bizarre. <laughs> I like it. That's, that's that's the only sweet I like. I don't like desserts. I don't, I'm not a chocolate guy. When we go out to eat, everybody gets dessert but me. Um, but, uh, if I have my, my secret guilty pleasure, it's always gummy bears. That's like my, my comfort food when I'm, uh, when I, when I'm in need of a sugar fix. You win that one. I've not had gummy bears show up yet, but it gives me a fond childhood memory. My dad had a, he was a physician, had an ear, nose and throat practice. And there was a patient that was from Germany and she actually set up an arrangement with him that she paid him in gummy bears, the, the originals from Germany. Yeah. So it was sort of a, Horrible. just kind of a, a friendly relationship. But I remember as a kid seeing her, you know, hand over the, the gummy bears uh, when she was getting treated in the office. Oh my God. I wish I had that. <laughs> Dangerous. Hey, set it up. the size of a house. Yeah. <laughs> set it up. These aren't video uh, podcasts. It's okay. <laughs> you can go whatever direction you want. Um, on the flip side, what is, what is a thing your parents forced you to eat, but you hated as a kid? You know, it's bizarre. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I ate everything. My dad gave me oysters the first time when I was three. Wow. Um, yeah, it's really kind of funny. There, There is literally nothing that I was forced to eat as a kid. I was just kind of either easy like that or I just liked everything. But uh, yeah, there was there was nothing that I, I didn't like. And there are very few things now that I don't like. I you know, uh, I'm, I'm kind of lucky that way, I guess. That really is. And I, perhaps a lot of it has to do with a parent exposing a child to oyster, oysters at age three. Because <laughs> age then three. if you're if you're enjoying that, you're going to enjoy just about anything else at that point. <laughs> Some kids <laughs> are chicken nuggets. Say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Thank God. Yeah, it's not chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> what is, with all your travels, what is one travel item you will not leave home without? Headphones. I literally have music going all the time. I make playlists. My my. My uh, uh, my side hobby is DJing. So I actually have like a little baby DJ rig that nice. I take on long flights with me so I can make playlists and, and mixes and, and then I'll you know name them after the trips. And that's how I keep myself sane on trips, but also just all the time. I am always, always, always listening to music. Starting in the UK, heading to the US. Let's just keep going that direction, but head further west and way further south as we go and talk with Julie Cockrell in Australia. 
Well, after a travel and an experience like that, I think you're going to need to hit the first class lounge. So join me here in the first class lounge. We'll move quickly here and hopefully have some fun. Taking uh, Mount Everest off the list for a second, mm. what is a dream travel location from your past? Look, anywhere in Italy, really, but San Gimignano in Tuscany, oh, in Italy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Did I you did. climb the towers there? Did you get the, the views? Isn't that stunning just there? Look, do you know what? For me, the there's one moment where we're sitting uh, at breakfast and the window's open and you have the beautiful Tuscan view. That mm. is the iconic postcard picture. And you just go, yeah, I'm here. Amazing. <laughs> You cancel your return flight home and decide to live there from there on. Yes, I have had that moment. I I so want to be back there. (laughs) Amen to that. Dream travel location you've not been to yet. Look, I am really excited about Northern Europe. So anywhere in Scandinavia um, or Poland or Northern Germany. Uh, And then the other thing that I really want to do is hiking in Bhutan. Oh, that's a new one. I have not heard that one on the, uh, Mm. the podcast before. Wow. I bet that's going to be fantastic. I hope you get there soon. What is a favorite thing to eat? Oh, I like a lot of stuff. But my my favorite things are prawns, which is shrimp and oysters. I like both of those. And uh, am now, as listeners may not know, but we're recording this in the U.S. evening, the Australian morning. So I'm starting to think about what dinner might be. Maybe it needs to be some prawns and oysters. I like that that thinking there. What is a thing your parents forced you to eat but you hated as a kid? Tomatoes. Really? Oh, Interesting. I don't, I'm still not a fan. Interesting. Yeah. One of my faves. That's a, that's a new one as well. <laughs> what is it about tomatoes? They forced it, forced it on you and you just couldn't handle it anymore? Um, look, I, I think it's the, it's the yucky stuff inside. Ah, you know, it's yeah. the seedy stuff. It's a, it's a textual thing. Mm. Got it. Okay, that makes some sense. Mm. One travel item you will not leave home without? Definitely a toothbrush. Uh, yeah. And I've, I've, you know, trekking um, through uh, to Everest Base Camp, you get used to not washing hair or washing your face. Or, so, that, so what I've learned is I can do with just my toothbrush. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love a Sudoku. I get on that plane and I immerse myself in the Sudoku and, and then it's dinner time. Back to the U.S. we go, although it's a little bit of a trick. When I recorded this, this guest, Eric Lodier, was in the U.S., but he's actually moved to France, so perhaps we can consider this both a U.S. and a French first-class lounge. Eric, little change of pace here. Join me in the first-class lounge. We'll move quickly here and hopefully have some fun. What is a dream travel location from your past? Okay, without question, it is Penkill Island. That is okay. P-A-N-G-K-I-L. Uh, okay. So when I was in business school, I went to, to INSEAD, and um, I spent one of the terms in Singapore. And there was a little private island off the coast of Indonesia called Penkill. And they would basically rent out the island for, for a weekend. And when you get enough MBA students together to, you know, to pull in like 100 bucks each or whatever it was, you can get the whole island. And <laughs> nice. so we, we all went and uh, it, it was just this, this paradise, right? I mean, it was, it was, you know, kind of Robin Crusoe-esque, but it was uh, absolutely 
stunningly beautiful. We had a great time, lots of food, lots of beverages. It was, um, you know, about as, as wonderful as I can imagine for a vacation. So that was sort of a, a dream uh, location that someday I, I hope to, to revisit. Well, in that vein, what is a dream travel location that you've not been to yet? So you can't do Painkill Island, but where would you want to go that you've not been to yet? You know, uh, so there's another island uh, known as Iceland, which <laughs> I'd like to make it to at some point. Uh, very different, obviously, not tropical, but uh, there's a there's just a beauty to it. And uh, you've got thermal baths, you've got uh, diving in between glaciers and crystal clear waters and, and just something that I've never experienced before. And for me, that's that's part of the excitement is... Show me something new. Yeah. Show me something different. Um, you know, and and that's um, you know tying it back to to career choices. That's been the excitement of being in the digital space. Is the the constant evolution means there's always something new. There's always something exciting. There's always something that I haven't seen before that keeps me engaged in it. And I I think that uh, probably mirrors my my interest in different travel locations. Yeah, very nice. I Iceland's on my list as well. There was the recent. Uh, shots and, and scenes of the lava flows and the hikers mm. and, and people getting right up pretty close to the lava flows, it seemed like. And it just reminded me how beautiful and how different Iceland is. And so absolutely, it's on my list uh, as well. What is a favorite thing to eat? Ah, there are so many. Yeah, how do I course. choose? <laughs> I So I, I've got a, um, a weakness for sushi generally speaking mm -hmm. but there's an in particular a little sushi dish which is a, a hamachi a, a yellowtail thin sliced with a very thin slice of um it, it could be jalapeno or it could be uh another pepper and um i forget what kind of sauce they put on that thing but it is absurd and any sushi restaurant i go to that serves that i order it like without question so that's sort of my my go-to. And of course, like the entire thing, you know, if you if you stacked up all those tiny little slices, it might be enough to fill a thimble <laughs> and it probably costs that much in gold. <laughs> but it is uh yeah, that's delicious. Boy, so you're not finding on your sushi buffet, but it definitely sounds fantastic. Uh, on the flip side, now, what is a thing your parents forced you to eat but you hated as a kid? You know, I would say I was not a fan of broccoli. And now I will pop broccoli all day long. <laughs> like we throw it in the oven and get it nice and uh, kind of charred on the edges and keep it simple. Just a little lemon juice on there and a little garlic, a little salt and pepper and a little olive oil. And oh my God, Rick, I will, I will pop that stuff like candy. See? I prefer it to candy. So, um, yeah, things change, right? That, well, that, and, it, and I guess it, this is an example of, hey, parents, you're right. Keep forcing because who knows? It's going to set, uh, set kid up for delight of broccoli in the future. <laughs> what is one travel item you will not leave home without? You know, it feels so, uh, it feels so cliche to say my phone or my laptop, right? Um, I can't, I can't imagine going anywhere without either of those things. I am one of those people who can pack in about five minutes and I don't need to plan it out. I just want to start doing it. And so 
uh, you know, if I end up in some place and I'm like, oh my God, I don't have this, then I, I don't know, I improvise or I figure something else out or I go try to find it. You know, I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that uncertainty and that sort of like, oh, I'm so stupid. Why did I not bring that thing that I needed? Um, so, so yeah, I, I, I don't have anxiety around, you know, oh no, I can't leave without this. Uh, I'm willing to just, you know, roll the dice and, and see what happens. So Eric may roll the dice, but a lot of our guests do have that one item that they will not leave home without. Let's find out what Katie Stabler in the UK has to say in the first class lounge. So Katie, little change of pace here. Join me in the first class lounge and we will move quickly here and hopefully have some fun. What is a dream travel location from your past? Oh, it's got to be Singapore, the most Ooh. beautiful, serene city I've ever been to. Serene. Now, that's I actually would like you to unpack that a little bit because that's the first time I've heard Singapore and serene uh, reference together. Tell me about that because I would love to go there. I haven't had the chance yet. I've been to so many cities. I've never been to a city so quiet and beautiful as Singapore. We actually went just before there was about to be a Grand Prix hosted there as well. Right. And it was still like the traffic noise, hardly any. It was clean. It was just, I mean, it was vibrant. Don't get me wrong. It was right. a great place to be. But yeah, it's just, it's a city I've never experienced the likes of anywhere else. It's amazing. Just beautiful. Wow. Ooh, okay. Now I, uh, with that new description, I was already wanting to go, but now I'm really excited about it. So what is a dream travel location that you've not been to yet? Uh, Alaska. So with the pandemic, we were supposed to go to Alaska for my partner's 40th. Uh, the pandemic hit, it all got cancelled. But yeah, we we're going to trek the national parks, do the oh, glaciers, wow. and that's somewhere I still love to go. Well, I, I do hope that you get to go there soon. A another one that I've not been to, but oddly enough, my daughter got to go there this summer and came back with some spectacular stories and some uh, phenomenal shots, and the beauty there is off the charts. So I do hope that uh, okay. you, are, you are able to get there soon. Now, this is a tricky thing to ask a foodie like you, but what is your favorite thing to eat? It's going to be so boring, but I could live off pizza. I seriously, I've I've got a pizza belly. I can never get full of pizza. <laughs> We've got a, like a, a pizza oven outside in the garden. Come rain or shine, with there. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, pizza is certainly one of my favorites. In fact, that is what the Denton family had last night. So uh, you know, it is one of ours. Nice. So on that flip side, what is a thing your parents forced you to eat, but you hated as a kid? You know, it's kind of the other way around. Uh, they, they couldn't force me to eat anything, and I lived off jam sandwiches. That was it. It's all I would eat. So. <laughs> so you weren't forced into that, but that was the only category you were eating. Interesting. Okay. The jam mm. sandwich. I like that. The jam sandwich. <laughs> so one thing. Now, we can't count the phone, right? The phone doesn't count here, but what is one travel item you will not leave home without? Oh, it's got to be a book. I don't get enough time to read these days, so it has to be a well. No, it's probably at least three or four books, as many books as I consume on holiday. Katie Stabler was a contestant on Master Chef UK. Fascinating story. We had a good time talking about that in the full episode. I encourage you to go back and have a listen to it. After we leave, Katie 
Stabler in the UK, we're going to go head back to the US and talk with another Katie, Katie Miller of the Orlando Magic, and have her first class lounge visit here. I do want to let everyone know that we will be doing this again next week as we go through the holiday period and I offer up the first class lounge treat. We may even have the only guest who brought his own drink to the first class lounge. Hey, before I go, I do want to say happy holidays to everyone. I hope that you have enjoyed CX Passport. If you have enjoyed Passport, please subscribe, please download, tell your friends, be sure and leave a review. Reviews are the best way for others to discover CX Passport. Hope you enjoy this. Enjoy Katie Miller as we close out. Little change of pace here. Uh, with all that travel talk and uh, sometimes getting in and out of Orlando can be a little hectic for the traveler, so it's kind of nice to enjoy the First Class Lounge. So join me here in the First Class Lounge. We'll move quickly and hopefully have a little bit of fun. What is a dream location from your past? So... I hope I don't sound too dorky, but I would say I'm kind of living it now. So growing up in Ohio, I can remember as a child, our one big family trip, and it was it was to Disney to drive to Florida and stay at Disney for a week and do all the magical Disney things. And here I am, right? So Destiny. It is. I mean, two, two things come together. But as I will say, as a parent of two, um, having the ability to take my children to Disney and mm-hmm. see those memories, I can see I can see why it resonated. So. <laughs> That's brilliant. And, and it, absolutely destiny for you, of course, to be there in Orlando. You mm-hmm. have found your home. <laughs> what is a dream travel location you've not been to yet? Australia. Oh, yeah. That will be something. Any Anywhere particular or just Australia in general? I need to zero in on yeah. where exactly I need to go. Um, but I would love to go to Australia. It's on my bucket list. It is one of the continents I've not been to yet. And I'm excited w- to get there. But it's, it feels like one of those that all right, I need to dedicate six months to explore oh. Australia. And sadly, that's just not available on the calendar. <laughs> but it is, it is a special place. I, I hope to get there, too, as well. I hope you get there soon. I was going to ask if you had any recommendations. So keep me in mind when you, when you get there. Here's the recommendation. <laughs> Go. Oh, Go. no. Here's a better recommendation. <laughs> I think the Magic need to do a travel game in Melbourne. I, I'm on board. <laughs> okay, let's let's see what, what what you can do there. What is a favorite thing to eat? Pizza. Yum. All right. <laughs> so on the flip side of that, though, what is a thing that your parents forced you to eat but you hated as a kid? Ham. 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 Okay, that's my first. No one said <laughs> ham before. Tell me why. I think that's more, um, I don't know if it was so much my parents or my grandparents, but I can remember some large family gatherings where ham was served as part of the, you know, the big dinner table. And I, I think it was probably because my grandparents worked so hard on it. Oh yeah. And as silly as this sounds, as a child, I never liked the rind on the uh, outside of the ham. Uh-huh. And it was, you know, you got you got to eat, you got to eat everything here. <laughs> the thing that jumps out in my mind. I, that's what I love about doing this because I ask the same question set here in the middle uh-huh. of every guest and guests surprise me. Ham is a new one for me because, you know, most many of the categories of broccoli, Brussels sprouts, mm-hmm. the, the, the classic one, ham is first. So congratulations. You, uh, you, you get first uh, first comer on that one. So <laughs> what is I love wh- it now. I'm good now. <laughs> and I hear that a lot, too. I realize we're diverting a bit here, but it is amazing how many people talk about the things they hated as a kid and now they love. So mm-hmm. I guess uh, ham is now a part of your your current day 
<laughs> well done. What is one travel item you will not leave home without? Can't do the phone. Anything beyond the phone? My Kindle. All my books in there. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this week on CX Passport. Make sure to visit our website, cxpassport.com, where you can hit subscribe so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, you can check out the rest of the ex for cx website. If you're looking to get real about customer experience, ex for cx is available to help you increase revenue by starting to listen to your customers and create great experiences for every customer, every time. Thanks for listening to CX Passport and be sure to tune in for our next episode. Until next time, I'm Rick Denton, and I believe the best meals are served outside and require a passport. Passport.